Hello, this is Beth from BethAnnErickson.com, and welcome to this Notes from Minnesota. And this is Jackie with LindsayTreeMusic.com. Today we're talking about driving forces. Driving force. <laughs> that was a great voice. <laughs> hey, it's my radio voice. Oh, not stop really. with the radio voice. <laughs> I'm we... not going to live that one down. <laughs> uh, why do you do, why, 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 why? Being a musician... In this day and age, we live in the best of times, the worst of times. You can upload all your music to YouTube and you can get discovered like that girl on Ellen. That girl on Ellen, The little yes. cute girl on Ellen, Sophie yeah. something, something. And all 15 people from American Idol or yeah. how many seasons was that? A million. A million. Yeah. I think it was Too a million. Many. It was a lot. Yeah. Is it still on? I think they might have had their last season. Is, are they on Netflix? <laughs> Not yet. I haven't I, followed them yet. I watch Netflix. So do I, actually. Well, why do you do it? Okay, uh, let, let, let's just talk about a, an average gig. Now, okay. Okay, just so, just so everyone else knows, I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan Aww. of Jackie's band. I'm a huge fan. And Maury and I, my dear husband. Yes. We were your roadies for a little while. You were our roadies. Yes. I know. Mighty fine roadies. I was also a fan and a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> All are welcome <laughs> from you. Uh, it, it wasn't easy. No, it's not easy. Describe. Um, well, you get the gig. I get a gig, and uh, or we get a gig, and um, well, there's getting the gig, which in of itself is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to make the, the contacts, and you the have getting to, of the gig, the getting of the gig in itself. Um, but even let's say I'm going to a gig. There's a loading up all the equipment, mm-hmm. you know, well, there's coordinating everybody too. We're a nine piece band and I can spend hours, literally hours texting people and uh, emailing and making sure that we have all the right people coming Her to the gig. Her arms are very, very tense right now. <laughs> they are because it's stressful. Uh, so you have to get, make sure everybody's going to get to where they need to go. Everyone's going to show up on time. Everyone's going to be there to help set up equipment. Don't hurt any feelings. No, I'm, everyone, we oh, have a very... Oh, no, I was oh, saying, oh, but sometimes you hurt a feeling or two along the oh, way. Oh, yeah, you, you sure do, right. Inadvertently. Because we're, we're sensitive types. That's another stereotype, by the way. <laughs> anyway. That's last week. Nice, sorry. No overlap. I digress. Um, Us digress? Oh, boy. Okay. Oof, done. <clears throat> okay. Um, there's a lot of work. There's getting everybody there on time. Uh, you show up. You have to set up all the equipment. You have to make your contacts. You know where to even park your cars. You, I mean, there's so much that goes into it. You, and then you play the gig. Oh, that's not just... We need to talk about one item here. And okay. That, those are the drums. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of drums. In and out, in and out, in and out. In, and they're they're large and bulky. They're not they that heavy. Oh, they were a little heavy. And they're then they have these heavy. long zippers. And the zippers are like flipping cold. Right, and they have to go all the way around because uh-huh. the drums are big, yes. Yeah, and there's a lot of, uh, well, sometimes there's a lot of lights. you got to be so careful not to drop anything. Right. And those cords, those cords you have? They're pretty mongol. They are mongol. Right. Yeah, and that's just getting set up. And then you do the gig. Yeah. And, and you they... shouldn't have any breaks while doing the gig. No, that's right. <laughs> no breaks while doing the gig. No breaks. And then you have to tear it all down again. And you have to sing that entire time without, I mean, people look at you funny if you drink too much. And then if you do have 
are drinking something, then sometimes they're looking, wondering if you're going to be tipsy, and it turns right. out it's only tea or something. But then you, right. you know, there, there, there's a million different kinds of weird things going on. There's always weird things going while on. you're loving your job, right? Yes, and I do still love it. And I'm forgetting what we're talking about. You're driving force. Why do you do it? Why do I do it? Because despite all that work, it's just, it's what I love to do. It's what I have to do. I don't know what else there is. Why do you do it? It's who I am. Right. If I do not write, if I do not create, I get wonky. Yeah. If I, if I don't play, if there's too long between gigs... It's, uh, I'm probably not a real pleasant person to be around. And at the risk of sounding a little bit insane, (laughs) (laughs) the stories begin to build up. Right. And it's like pressure in my head and I feel like I'm going to explode. You have to get that out. Got to get it out. Right. Yeah. And that, and it's not even enough to get it out. I have to get it out. I have to share it. Right. Stupidly. I must share it. <laughs> no, that's not stupid. And that's exactly what it is. You do have to share it. I know I have to share it. You and know? I get the emails of people saying, it was brilliant. And I get the emails of people saying, you're an idiot. Right. You're right. the worst ever. Which would be comparable for me would be the, you know, you're a rock star and you're awesome versus the, uh, Chicken wire, the beer bottles getting thrown at the chicken wire. <laughs> okay, no, that's never actually happened to me. But you ever been in a chicken coop? No, I haven't. Well, uh, actually, uh, no. Your your gigs must be tamer than the ones I've seen on TV. Then, than uh, the ones in the vampire shows. I've played some gigs that aren't real tame. Ooh. But uh, yeah, now it's I'm gotten tame. You've been domesticated. Er, I've been domesticated. Yes. Oh boy, don't know how that happened. But you know what? But how do you, you know, in, in a world that doesn't necessarily appreciate live bands, when you allegedly can be replaced by a tape or a CD? Right. Yeah. DJ is a dirty word. Well, and, uh, well, you know, and you have to also consider, for example, I know that some theaters, for example, are using CDs. How, how does that differ, do you suppose? Uh, a theater using a CD versus a live band. Um, I think, you know, the first time an actor goes off script or misses a beat, they're going to be in, they're in trouble. You know, they have to kind of stumble through. They'll have to stumble through because, it, in my experience, um, I've we've pulled a a few singers. You know, kept them going. You know, I. My son and I have this conversation a lot. He does IT and he says when he when he does his job well, he's invisible. Okay. Nobody even knows he exists because everything is going smooth. Nobody right. even notices him. When I write well, my words become invisible. And right. the all the, the readers just sitting there reading and there these pictures are forming and they're chuckling at at my witty dialogue. <laughs> right. <laughs> In your case, if you do your job well, people don't notice you either. Right. They just have this beautiful experience, unknown to them, that you're there. Right. How crazy is that? So what is it that gets you gets you motivated to do this? Now, there are days right. that I do not necessarily feel like sitting down and writing. I have one activity... 
Uh-oh. that I engage in that always gets me in the mood to write. Okay. I balance my checkbook. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Down and dirty right there. If I haven't been. Yeah, that's a good motivator. And you're, you're going to know about this too. The more steady you are in your promotion, right. the more steady your sales are. Right. If you're studying your, your promotion, you'll have a more steady stream of gigs. Right. I have been very surprised that people don't necessarily notice my brilliance from afar. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be out there. And, and that, that's the thing about marketing is you don't have to turn yourself into a pretzel and you don't have to turn into somebody annoying. Right. You just have to be there. Woody Allen, 90% of his success, he said, was showing up. Showing up, up. yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, too. You just have to... Yeah, you have to have a presence. I have discovered that people who buy my books, people who you know hire me for their writing, are terrible at ESP. This is true. And so, yeah, that... Kind of like husbands. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my husband had ESP. Right. I hope he doesn't hear this, too. <laughs> right, I know. You gotta watch it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, the, the driving force behind a lot of what I do, I write in the morning... And then I take care of my websites and any marketing in the afternoon. Right. And if I'm lucky, I can read in the afternoon. If I don't read in the afternoon, I do it in the evening. Sure. But yeah, as a writer, I have to read. And unfortunately, as a fiction writer, I have to read, you know, I have to read, you know, Janet Ivanovich. It's it, it's painful, but I'm joking. I love reading. <laughs> I totally love reading. I found some vintage Sidney Sheldon at Goodwill. I bought right. it all. I'm like, oh, I'm in heaven again. Right. Yeah. Dude should have written more. You know, I think, too, it's um, sometimes we are always looking for something to motivate us. And the motivation, I think, comes in the doing. Oh, you really hit the nail on the head. You know, you have to just start doing it. And even if it's, for me, even if it's just a few minutes a day, like if I can't get to something and if I will pick up my base, say I need to practice for something. If I will just pick up that base and start playing, then I can, oh, you know, a few minutes turns into however long it needs to. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's in the doing. You have to do it. You can't just always think about doing it or, um, oh, I'm going to be motivated because I'm going to do it. No, you just, you have to do it. It's like, I do a lot of my plotting that's what, right. <laughs> working on my plots during my walk. I walk every day. Right. And I never want to go for my walk. Not once have I ever woke up saying, Woohoo, I'm going to walk today. I just don't. But I make myself do it. I, I, I've, I have regretted not walking, but I have never regretted walking. Right. And so it's the same with writing. There are some mornings when, indeed, I am not like, because I may or may not know what I'm going to be doing that day or where the characters are going to take me. But in the doing, yeah. and, and then when you, it, you kind of have that initial push, but then you get in this zone. I like what you said. You've never regretted not, you've never regretted doing walk. it. You've never regretted doing it. Right. I've never I've, regretted playing. I have regretted many times not playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think, yeah. And it's, and it's in recognizing and knowing that little piece of information that I'm not going to regret this, but I am going to regret not doing it. Absolutely. That will make you step forward. Yeah. So there we have it. I think we hit it. I think we did. You won't regret doing it, but you will regret not. Absolutely. I'm going to put that on my monitor. 
I like that. <laughs> Beth from BethAnnErickson.com. Go visit my website. Sign up for my zine. And Jackie with LindsayTreeMusic.com. Thanks for tuning in.